Kia ora. Welcome to Microwave Feminism. But this time, it's season two. In season two, Tash and I bring our most authentic selves to explore, in conversation with others, what feminism means to us, and where we see ourselves within questions of feminism. We are here for authentic, vulnerable, and playful conversations with you. And of course, talking about what it's like to be a badass feminist. No mai, hari mai. Welcome, and we hope you enjoy. Hi. (laughs) How are we today? I am feeling, one word, alive. Mm. Yeah, I feel alive. Mm. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a word that isn't milky, but it means milky. (laughs) Milky? (laughs) Like signifies like that smooth, like flowing, but kind of like milk. (laughs) Creamy? Creep. (laughs) (laughs) hello i'm feeling creamy (laughs) hi um (sighs) creamy i'll go with creamy Creamy. look it works smooth so (laughs) i'm sorry okay not this is not a podcast about the synonyms of milk okay moving on so welcome (laughs) (laughs) natasha cox so Hello. So we are sisters. We are. I am Jasmine. And you've been hearing my voice over the past wee while. If you've been listening and being part of these episodes on microwave feminism. But I've never actually had a chance to say who I am and why I'm doing this. This podcast started off as a university project and has very much expanded since then, both in terms of content but also in terms of how what it means to me and wh- where its place is in my heart and so my sister and I Natasha who was on episode one with me because she's my day dot feminist icon we decided that for season two of microfeminism we would do something a little bit different do you want to tell us what it is oh my goodness I'd be so honored so I got a phone call from jazz the other day well I got a message previously kind of in the evening and it said I have a proposition for you and I was super prepared to be asked to be a maid of honor (laughs) or the best godmother ever not what it was uh got a phone call in the morning and she asked me if I would like to co-host my great feminism with her (laughs) It's not a format that you hear a lot, or I don't, I've never heard of you, have you? No. So, never heard of co-hosting, but asynchronously. So, we would co-host the podcast, but we'd each talk to a different powerful human being, and the episodes would be with one of us talking to someone else, and then we'd come together. The plan is that we'll come together after a couple of podcasts episodes and talk about what has really affected us some golden nuggets from conversations with other people and then also sharing more about ourselves in those spaces as well yeah yeah so we want to um hold our own conversations you know my network could only ever get so big and I'm so excited to be able to bring in a whole nother group of people Tasha's based down in Dunedin and I hope she'll you know 
she'll be connecting with some crazy wonderful people down there she's already got this amazing network and so we're both super excited for just being able to and it's not you know not about expanding in content it's just literally hearing more people's stories and voices and ideas and growing from those and so I really look forward to those times when Tash and I will come together virtually and share in our journey and you know I've learned so much from sitting in this freaking warm tent with people but I never I've never been able to reflect back on that on the podcast so I'm really excited to be able to do that yeah heck yeah I think reflection the thing that a yoga teacher said to me once before was the only difference between now here and nowhere is space and I think what we're doing in this redirection of the podcast is creating more space we're creating more in between to fill with more stories so that's the format of what season two is going to look like going forward so my sister is just visiting Wellington this weekend and we've come together to sort of um, lay out what our intentions and expectations are and to also introduce ourselves a bit so that you know who it is that you have speaking in your ears I really honor and respect each and every one of you listening to this and so I, I want to like create some sort of connection with you and I don't think I can do that without you know most a lot of you know me but some of you don't know me I've been getting messages from people who I you know I've never met you before and so in order to honor that I want to yeah give you a little bit more to know about both of us as we kind of go on this journey together Mm. so let's start off where we always start yep let's do it who are you who are we who am I it's so interesting because you, you've asked me this question before right on this podcast and I recently listened back to our episode and I've been doing a lot of self-work around who I am and it seems like a really, it's so strange. Sorry, mm. I'm not going to answer your question. I'm going to ideate around the question. <laughs> it seems like an answer that we should know or we do know it, but it stumps everyone. Every time I listen to this podcast, the first, everyone's like, whoa, what a question. You're like, is it not the only question? Mm. Um, And it's, I still feel stumped. And I think that's okay. Because I think what I am, who I am, I am me. And I be constantly changing, so keep up. (laughs) The I am that I'm connected to right now, um, passionate. Mm. I am passionate. I am a young 24-year-old wahine who doesn't do things half-assed. No lukewarmness here. Mm. I'm pretty hectic. I'm pretty colourful. I am a connector. I am light. That feels like the I am's that I feel most connected to right now. Mm. You have asked this of so many other people and I'm so excited to ask you. Who are you? It's so funny because I've never... Not I've never thought about... I've never thought about this before. (laughs) 
But even when I ask people, I'm so listening to them that I haven't actually ever thought, oh my God, I wonder what I would answer this question with. Not the way when people ask you a question because they really want you to ask it back. They're like, so what are you doing on the weekend? Please ask me, please ask me. I've got a really good story to tell you. (laughs) I am, who am I? I am and have uh, a lot of eccentric energy. Mm. I am um, kind of like not the soft sunshine, but like the hard sunshine. <laughs> I am hard sunshine. Like, fi- like firework sunshine um, in pretty much every space I'm in. Like that's that's very consistent, whether I'm with my family or my friends or my work or whatever. Um, I love going into spaces where you're sort of expected to tone your personality down yeah. and being like, no, like fuck you. And, and <laughs> I'm going to come at you 10 times stronger just because you want me to be less. I am paprika. I'm spicy. Mm. Um, I am a, a lover of all things that smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am creamy. I'm very, very connected to like my senses in that way. Um, yeah, I'm playful. I'm a child. Oh my goodness, yes. I love that. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. We are playful. We're so play. I mean, Tash and I have been tackling each other on the streets, but in like a playful way. <laughs> like <laughs> since we were kids and up until now because we're still kids. <laughs> but I think anyone that has met and been in our energies, and I think we share this in so like so many ways, which is why sometimes people are like, you are the same person. Yeah. We bring a lot of very colourful, very childlike, playful energy to spaces Mm. and in a way that is audacious, Mm. that is unapologetic. And it's something that we're still growing into, right? We're still exploring that for ourselves. And, oh, my goodness, if it's going to get more intense, wow, you people better be ready. But I think most people who've interacted with us would say that, about our energies or the, the, what we bring to spaces when we bring ourselves into those spaces. That made me think too, I'm pretty sure every person listening to this is going to be like, I have no fucking idea which one of them is talking right now. <laughs> I don't care, whatever. And I, I want to say two things to it, like, because I was going to say, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. Like, mm. we are different people. We are yes. different entities. We have different stories. We have different ways of relating to ourselves in the world. Mm. Um, and maybe as we go forward with us each interviewing different people, you will definitely start to notice all those differences, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I acknowledge that while we're sitting in this room together, you're going to be like, I have no idea which one is talking. But I think you'll start to realize, as we have had to come to the realization, we are different humans. Yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe would it help you <laughs> to Tash <laughs> Tash I'm now talking um, like we're reading a script of ourselves um, no you're so right and I'm actually excited to explore that with you in a shared space um, our nuances and our differences and and allow other people into that because yeah. I think so often as well like uh, um, being aware of it as the older sister, albeit shorter, and every time assumed to be the younger one. Not a problem. I'm not offended. I'm very conscious of the fact that as sisters, you you do. We have been, our identities have been very much interlinked, whether it's from the time of, oh, you're, especially for you, I guess, as the younger sister, oh, you're Tasha's sister. Mm. Um, or 
you know, when people say, and it, it, you know, it's beautiful and I take it mostly as a compliment when people say, oh my goodness, you're the same person because I'm like, because I love you. I'm obsessed with you kind of. So um, (laughs) I'm like, great. (laughs) You know, the saying like you are the product of your five closest friends. (laughs) If you were just my five closest friends, I'm like, I rock. But I, and as much as those things are always meant as compliments or I, I assume so. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are really so bad. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Too and I'm sure there are people that Someone's don't. Nightmare. I'm sure there are people that don't. Our Pe- parents. <laughs> people have probably had nightmares about this exact situation. <laughs> They're like, get me the fuck out of here. I did not sign up for this. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> as much as those are all lovely things, I think this is a really incredible space for us personally to be ourselves and as much bring out parts of each other that we light up and provide even more eccentric color to I think we'll create those spaces for Mm. difference and yeah like you said I think you out there the ears the hearts and minds attached to the ears listening you'll pick up on those too. And I'm really interested to see how that comes across. Yeah. I was just thinking too, one of the reasons that <clears throat> I was excited to do this is because in a way it's like a, um, I mean, like everything we sort of do, um, a protest in some ways against individualism because the, the this podcast came about because of a university project and university is an extremely individualistic institution Uh everything you do you're expected to do on your own Mm -hmm. and without much guidance and support even for people who freaking need the guidance and support anyway so starting off that way is totally fine you know i did this for for credit and you know i did 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 pretty well um (laughs) but as i as i got further in i realized that this was the best thing i have in my life and i mean that i don't mean that in a depressing way my life is wonderful (laughs) But this, this was like the uncomplicated but beautiful, deep and meaningful space that I could yeah. open up with my fairy lights and my favorite people mm. and dive into beautiful conversations. And I had all these people messaging me, telling me how much they loved it. And I was sort of, I sort of got this, like, I would really love to share my side of this with somebody because being on this side is different. You know, you're, you're part of the whole process. You, I mean, you are the process and I thought, what? Well, why? Like, as a as a woman, there's already these seeds of doubt around, you know, doing something on your own, whether it's starting a business or having a kid or going to law school, like whatever it is. Walking down a dark street. We're down a dark street. Yeah, and and then I thought, oh no, 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 I can, you know, I can do it on my own. And I was like, but I don't have to. Mm. We can open this. I can open this community up. Mm. This can be a connected thing. And that will be, again, like I said, like open it up to so much more possibility. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I just was reminded of something that we talked about recently. I think because this yeah, this podcast, Microwave Feminism, the the threads of feminism and um, not only is a political space, but a very, very deeply personal. And like I said before, ranging from these spiritual 
realm to the very lived political space and everything in between. I think a lot of what the, like the new wave feminism has ingrained in a lot of young women, and including myself, is this I have to do it on my own yeah. mentality as a kind of fuck you and fair enough. Like it's a, it's a, like double ming- middle fingers to a society that has been like, you are totally dependent and we're going to do everything for you and you're not capable of anything. Um, and so totally fair. And I think both of us are illusion shatterers. So anytime we see a wall or a, an illusion or a system that we think fuck you we're like cool I'm gonna go and like in whatever way break that down but I think like you said there it is also you don't have to do it on your own I was talking uh, the, the the reason that this got brought up and what I'm uh rounding the bush to actually tell you is I have started relating to someone connecting with another human being and I have been previous in a very independent I don't need no man woman or anything in my life I've got this all sorted mostly a control thing but also like that was very much echoed by a lot of feminist stuff around like yeah you don't need anyone you can do it all yourself these days like you totally got the skill and I totally fucking do if I wanted Mm. it to be that way But I suddenly felt guilty for wanting to be looked after or wanting to be loved and wanting to be in community where there was this reciprocated, I think this word I'm about to say has been maybe therapized into like a weird space, but codependency. And I suddenly felt guilty or shame around that. And then I thought, you know, and the the thing comes to your mind, oh, you're a bad feminist for mm. playing into these roles of, of women of being looked after. I'm like, I'm not playing into anyone's roles. I am just a human being who actually, yeah, has needs and I would love to be looked after. It's totally dependent on other human beings. Yeah, I am. Totally are. I, like, I will not lie to you. I am connected and dependent to everything and everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Independence is a sham. Yeah, you are a strong... Oh. Mm. So, recently, got a bee tattoo. Yeah. And I love it. Because, according to all laws of aviation, bees should not be able to get their fat asses off the ground. But bees don't give a shit about what humans think is possible. They fly anyway. They be They be beautiful. They don't question who they are. Funny. Mm. They just be and they fly and defy gravity but one bee one bee on its own defies possibility every day flies in the face of gravity if you will but the sting of one bee is like just a nuisance to a beast like it takes a whole hive to take it down and this is what I love about some of the conversations you've had so far in this beautiful really fucking hot space is you celebrate individual uniqueness you make people feel empowered in that who they are their experiences and you make them feel impossible 
but there's also this collectiveness that runs through this space and what you've just said like I don't want to do it on my own I want to open it up I want it to be more connected and dependent on other people because you realize the power of the hive Mm. that each bee is impossible and this is what it does because you are an individual listening to this podcast but you've by doing that you're instantly part of a hive of other people that you may never meet listening to this podcast or you may already know or be connected to but there's this feeling of connectedness which is why podcasts are really freaking crazy because you can be alone and connected all at once Mm. And I think that's what we need more of, right? Because that that contradiction of like you are an impossible bee, but you are also an integral part of a hive. And if you do want to connect with these people, visit Microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> no, but for real though, micro underscore wave underscore feminism on Instagram, you can find some of the other groovy people. <laughs> yeah, follow each other. So let's explore, um, not as like as succinctly as possible, but if you were to describe to somebody what your take on feminism is, it's a big question. Yeah. And we've both taken multiple academic courses around this. Mm. So how, how can we bring that, you know, in a little bite-sized chunk? I think that, so my, my love in the space of queer and feminist although I think that in some many ways that um feminist belongs in in the queer space but that feminism can also be exclusionary Mm -hmm. so my idea of feminism is the complete inclusionary Mm -hmm. it's about um empowerment of the disempowered Mm. by the norms of a heteronormative patriarchal capitalist colonialist society so anyone anything that embodies something outside of that yeah has a place in this movement art form political drive whatever it is because i think mm. you know feminism is is ever it's, it's everywhere yeah and so my what it does for me mm. is it creates a space of belonging for something that doesn't fit neatly into the box drawn by history in western dominated spaces Mm. including those that have been colonized yeah wow yeah and so in that i I don't haven't mentioned men i haven't mentioned women i haven't mentioned transgender people non-binary like because it doesn't to me it doesn't matter like it's things that aren't inside and that could be a um to use those labels for a second that can be any man Mm. it doesn't oh yeah totally unconcerned no i don't think anyone has actually been empowered by like on a personal level no one has been empowered by heteronormative Mm. patriarchal Mm. colonialist colonial structures the only thing that's been empowered is fictitious systems of money and economy which have nothing like yeah rich is not being rich is not empowerment (laughs) no yeah yeah and power as we know it is not the empowerment that we're talking talking about. about exactly yeah 
So everyone has a space in here. Yeah, literally, and that's that's so important. And I wanted to say that, yeah, like out loud for everyone to hear. Everyone has a space in here. Mm. However, that mm. space is sacred. Yeah, and so whilst all voices have a space, we we still get to decide if something said would be is going to be hurtful, basically. Yeah. And in the reality of a world and system where some people have been given a fuck time more space than others, yeah. in a small way rebelling against those norms with this tiny hive is really important to both of us. Finding space for the... for people and things, discussions, voices that haven't had that space or maybe want to try out space. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. I really, yeah, that's powerful. Is it okay if I don't add anything else? I think the biggest, when when a podcast or discussions are framed with such words like feminism Mm. or sustainability Mm. or racism, you instantly revert into a prescribed way of relating or talking and you already bring to the space assumptions about what you're then going to be talking about or how to act and a lot of people, I could think, whether you whether you engage with it positively or not, feminism as a word, like, initiates an instant reaction in a lot of people, which will mean either you're listening or you're not. I mean, if you're not listening, I don't know how I'm talking to you, <laughs> but whatever. Um, and I think I'm not really sure... I'm not really sure the point, and I'm not not saying that. I think there's interesting. There doesn't always need to be a point, but I think this space is about challenging what feminism is, without even defining what feminism exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, I think that that's really true, and that's why I ask everyone, "What the hell does this thing mean to you?" Yeah, because. It is different. It it's not a it's not a it's not any it's, it's not, not stationary. Anything. It's not stationary. That's why movement is the best thing I can think of for it. Yeah, because art form, art form, movement, and so leading from that, mm. what do we hope? I guess hypothesize people can find value in whatever they want to find value in. But what's our intention? Mm. Because there is so much shit on the internet. There is so much stuff out there. Noise, noise, noise. And this is just adding to the noise. Like, this is just another thing in the noise. So what is the intention behind it? For me, the first one is the conversation itself. Mm -hmm. So simply doing it in order to have a meaningful, connected, vulnerable, Mm. interesting conversation with somebody. Especially... You ask questions that you might not ever get to ask them. Mm. Like, who are you when Mm. you already know somebody? Mm. So that, and that's, that's cannot be underestimated. And so many of the people who have been on here have said this, that it doesn't matter that there's a phone recording us, that we're 
here now having this conversation. And then the other thing is when we hear other people's stories, so you listener, you're listening to somebody else share their story, it's that classic, what's, oh my God, I've forgotten the poet. You know, shine your light, give other people permission to do the same. It, yeah. It's that whole thing around hearing somebody talk about something that opens up this little this little chasm, this little like, oh my God, I can I can think and I can talk and I can share about those things. And that's my that's my favorite thing to hear is when someone says, oh, I listened to this and then I went and had this conversation with someone about it. And that's like, I love that because mm. I, just be- I just believe that talking about... <laughs> I was going to say talking about ourselves, talking about how we relate to very important concepts that really affect us personally in this world that is so socialized is really important yeah no I really mehi and I've loved every single episode and I've had people come up to me all the time who you've never met and I don't know you know how they found the podcast whether it's through one of the guests and have come up to me and said, your sister does that podcast. And I think there can be no better intention than allowing people space to get to know themselves mm. and to feel more empowered in their authentic self within themselves, but also how they express that externally. The vulnerability and the conversation and whether the phone's here recording and people listen to it or not, the in, the intention is to connect mm-hmm. with meaning and create space for people. Because you're right, this is just adding to the noise and what is the the value in doing that? But I think... All that, I mean, maybe all that we can as, you know, future co-hosts, all that we can commit to in terms of intention is being our most authentic selves. 100%. When we come into this hive. And that's why I set no expectations that you're going to be getting an episode a week. I set no expectations that you're going to be getting an episode a month. She's given me a contract that says those exact (laughs) things. She's like, no joking. (laughs) There is, this is so free-flowing mm. we have said that we'll go tit-tat so like you, you'll get you'll, <laughs> if that made sense we'll yeah, go nice tash one. jazz tash jazz <laughs> confusing if you say that 10 times faster no one's gonna know who's <laughs> um but the the underlying contractual obligation is <laughs> authenticity so if you're not in your space to welcome someone in and 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 host host that, that conversation, then yeah. we don't do it yeah. And we don't do it for as long as we needed. We need to. Yeah. I I took it was like two months where I had this recording to be edited and I was not in the space for it. Mm. And I didn't want to share my energy if my energy was crap mm. in this space. Mm. And so yeah, I think the authenticity is plays yeah. a huge role. Yeah, I think if the intention is nothing more than authentic, playful and vulnerable conversations. And that being the conversation that we have with guests, the conversations that we have with each other, and the conversations that then are sparked from people listening to those conversations. And the conversations you might be having in your own head with yourself as you listen, being like, whoa, 
Mm. So I think that's a that's an intention for our listeners is that how you engage with what you're hearing and then how you share that or engage other people in that be authentic, playful and vulnerable. Mm, yeah. That's a calling like no other. Yeah. Mm, I like that. If you ain't ready to be those three things, don't listen. <laughs> we close the space from you. <laughs> and if, if, you know, if anything comes up, I think I said this in, in the last episode I had with um, Callie, but if anything does come up, so get in touch with us. So a lot of people have, and it honestly makes my heart flutter. But the most incredible thing to hear is that something you said affected somebody Mm. because it connects you with them not like I mean yeah there's ego in that but the main thing is that it you feel connected to somebody who you didn't previously feel connected to Mm. and that's really spectacular oh hey honey like we we got egos we got them we got them like like it's like oh you should never care about what you look like or don't compliment someone else about what they look like because it's feeding into ego I'm like oh my goodness if we're not here to enjoy it what is the point pleasure baby oh yeah hedonist right here in this tent (laughs) no I totally agree and if something speaks to you if you want to share something what's stopping you I have a rule well something I enjoy doing if there's a compliment that I want to give someone oh my goodness now is the time and the only time and what is the like the not 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 necessarily just a compliment but something beautiful to share with someone Mm. I work in at the University of Otago within our student-led mental health and well-being movement, Silverline, subset called It's Not Awkward Bro. And we're working with these two guys at the moment, really, really rad human beings in the men's mental health space. And they're making these awesome little TikTok videos to support the the mahi and the co-papa of our space. And they've got three videos planned out. One, normalizing, saying I love you between mm. between male friends particularly the other is awkward conversations that shouldn't be awkward just having the chats and the third one that I really love is normalizing especially young guys complimenting each other young young women are very apt or adept at doing that there's definitely problems to unpacking that. That's a nice bracelet. Where did you get it from? Around like you know how we present and that's our value but for, you know, young, a lot of young guys just don't say that stuff to each other, right? And I'm so excited to see these videos. But I think the purpose of my ramblings was say it. Like if it's a beautiful thing and it's going to bring some kind of light, then say it, share it. Mm. Share it with us. Mm. Share it with a stranger, your friends, your whanau. Is there... Anything else that we want to share to wrap up this sort of... It's episode one, but it's ground base. It, well, it's, what is it, Brown? What is, what is, ground what is, level what is zero? The base cap, base Found, cap. It's base, base cap. cap. It's foundations. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this is just a podcast about synonyms. <laughs> it's base cap, ground zero. 
<laughs> my crave synonym. <laughs> uh, we're just going to cook ourselves in a small tent and come up with synonyms. <laughs> Welcome to season two, everyone. Oh, my God. Uh, is, there, is there anything else to leave on? You're going to be hearing a lot of us, so. Yeah, you will. We're, so I even in my head right now, I'm thinking of so many topics that we can like that I'm so excited to dive into. Oh my and, goodness, right? Oh, so many people. So like, many people. I've got a hit list. Oh. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get run. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to create a hot tent down in Dunners. If you're, if you're a listener in Dunedin as well, get in touch. Or you're listening to this and you're like, I like the sound of Tasha better than Jazz. <laughs> then get in touch with her. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. You've got options. We may sound very similar, but we are quite different. By now you have no idea who's who. <laughs> You're like, fucked if I know who's talking. I don't want to talk to either of them. <laughs> um, but I think what well, I think I also want to say, and potentially when we're with each other, and I think we've gotten definitely better at it and as we make our relationship more conscious, but this is primarily a space to listen. Yeah. And I want to commit to our future guests in this space that whilst you may know Jazz and I to be very talkative, very high energy people, we commit that this is first and foremost a space to listen to you. Yeah. And I think that's really important to state. Yeah. And that's a journey. And me, oh my, if this year I have not learned about growth culture, you know, we're going to fuck up. Yeah. And please, as well as listeners, if we fuck up, if we use terminology that isn't correct, because I don't have all the, we don't have all the lived experiences. If we use terminology that's not correct, if we uh, describe something in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Call us out. This is a growth space together to listen and learn. So call us out. Tell us we fucked up and we will genuinely sit with that and then make active changes if that is possible within the space and if those comments are valid. Yeah, those are really nice ground rules, I think, to set going into Mm -hmm. season two. Yeah. And with that, we are super excited to continue on this journey Mm -hmm. together and apart and with you and with other wonderful human beings in the world thank you for being here thank you for the support that you've given um you've given me in my journey so far um like i said this is the most wonderful um space to have had a part in creating and so yeah just nothing but excitement yeah so honored i I'm going to give you clicks. (laughs) This space is incredible. You are incredible. The amount of people that you've touched and connected 
with themselves, with other people, through something that seems so... a hot tent with a phone. So I want you to know how amazing you are. And thank you for having done this. And thank you, not just from myself, but I bring that thanks from all the people that have shared their thanks with me for what you've created. And I feel immensely honored. Like, I'm not even being silly. I feel immensely honored to have been invited into this like sacred space that you've created. So thank you for creating it. Thank you for inviting me into it. And oh my goodness, I have so much immense excitement for what this is going to be. Mm.